Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, man, it is Matt Mosley. What a day. What a time for Baylor basketball, Baylor athletics in general. And um, I started early today, early this morning, by my standards, trying to book my longtime friend, Kevin Gall, big-time Baylor executive, uh, head of uh, director of strategy at Baylor, uh, and and does a, a tremendous job. And you'll see him at a lot of these events. Uh, and uh, he'll be, I'm sure he'll be in the middle of Fort Worth. I know he'll be on the ground Friday for, uh, for the Baylor women as they play Hawaii. And uh, Kevin, I, uh, it's good to visit with you. Uh, I know I was filing some updates to you from uh, Kansas City. I, before I, I forget, though, today's a really cool day. Uh, in fact, John Morris was talking about it on his show earlier today, so I wanted to get to it immediately. Um, it's, it's the Baylor's uh, Day of Giving. And, uh, and people really love taking part in this. Now, I think there's some various ways, obviously, you can get involved. But I know the, uh, the, the, the Bear Foundation certainly is one direction you could, uh, you could direct your gifts. Uh, Kevin, is, can you provide more details, even though I just provided some, some wonderful details? No, that was, that, was, that was pretty good. We won't put you on staff at the Bear Foundation. Um, <laughs> no, I appreciate being on, Matt, and um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's uh, the start of a, a kind of a thrilling um, in good position. But, yeah, today is Baylor Giving Day, um, and just, um, just kind of celebrating the impact of, of philanthropy on, on, on our campus. Um, people can go to the website. People can just Google Baylor Giving Day. People can click on um, any of the social media prompts. Um, and, and here's the thing, we're, we're going to talk some basketball. Um, we've got two elite programs, um, and elite programs are things that we're proud of. They're, they're things that we expect to have. Um, but they're, they're not things that are cheap and, uh, and we want to provide the support, um, both in terms of personnel, in terms of off the court stuff, in terms of, uh, medical and, and health and wellness and student athlete welfare. We want to provide the very best experience for our student athletes. We want playing basketball and every sport at Baylor to be the best experience in the country. And we can't do that without, without people partnering with us. And so um, if you think about um, giving um, a little bit, a medium amount, a lot today on Baylor giving day, we've raised almost a million dollars today. We're, we're just under $900,000 raised today. Um, lots of time left. And so um, not to mention, we're going to build a, we're going to build in this elite uh, pavilion facility, you know, a, yeah. a, a top five, a, a top top five facility for a top five for two top five programs. Um, a lot going on, a lot of great places the money will go. So um, appreciate yeah. you bringing that up and, and appreciate the Baylor family participating. Maybe hold off on like calling the Fosters today for donations. I feel like they've done enough. Let's give them a break and let's let other people uh, donate. Now, Kevin, do y'all, is it kind of like one of those uh, Jerry Lewis telethons? Are, are you and others uh, associated? Like is, is Nick Florence, is he at a phone right now? Is there anywhere I could look on the Internet and see like Nick, former Baylor football great Nick Florence, like taking phone calls as we speak. I'd really like to turn this into sort of a telethon type situation. 
Well, Matt, I, again, I, when I come on, I always appreciate you reminding everybody how much older you are than me. Um, there's, <laughs> we actually have the internet now, and you can do all this digitally, and you can you can give digitally, and um, and and half of our audience probably doesn't know who Jerry Lewis is, let alone the Jerry Lewis telephone. But uh, it is it is not comparable to that. It is in fact much easier. Okay, well, I, I you're you're uh, this is we skew a little older. Right? This demo out there. Uh, my, Richard in Woodway right now is is nodding a- aggressively. Mosley, I remember those days, <laughs> the Jerry Lewis telethon. You would have been. Ooh, I was even a kid when that was going on. So uh, you may have not been with us yet. Uh, talking to Kevin Gall, the uh, Athletics Chief Strategy Officer at Baylor, and uh, a man who uh, boy's got a lot on his plate. Now this is kind of fun. I was seeing on Twitter the other day you. Uh, through all your executive search days, you got to know a lot of these people across the country, a lot of these different executives. And, and you know the guy who uh, uh, the chair of the Division I Men's Basketball Committee. Now, what a job that is because, of course, there's always somebody snubbed. You probably saw Buzz from Texas A&M last night, a seven-minute diatribe on, you know, how, he, trying to find out, you know, what what metrics they use, what how they do this. And so – I guess the thing is, Kevin, when we have number one and number two seeds at Baylor, those we can kind of laugh about those things. There were probably times at Baylor we felt a little more like Buzz, and we wanted explanations for all this. But um, I think, Kevin, you could speak to how confusing and difficult a job and how great a job they do, by the way. And we can always poke holes in it. But the, the, the head of the... Uh, the, the the basketball committees, men's and women's, when they have to lay this thing out and, and put it together, this is a huge undertaking. And most of these people, this is not what they do all year long, you know, all year round. But this is a process they have to, to look at starting with day one of the season. No, you're exactly right. In fact, um, I appreciate you bringing bringing up Tom Burnett is the uh, he's the retiring um, commissioner of the Southland Conference. Um, wonderful man, uh, wonderful professional, um, been in Texas a long time, McKinney resident, as you would appreciate, uh, with, with your family, uh, background. Um, he, um, he was this year's chair and, and here's, here's what I know. Um, every year there's going to be a handful of teams that are sighing relief and there's going to be a handful of teams that are ticked and, and people that, uh, don't think they got the best seat or whatever. But, um, when, when Tom Burnett is chairing something, the level of care and professionalism that goes into it um, cannot be questioned. And so, you know, the committee's made up of, of professionals from all over the industry. It's a it's a really good group. Um, and um, and we actually we actually did an event when Tom uh, uh, when I was working up in Dallas, I, I emceed an event where Tom was uh, on a panel and and he was on the uh, he was on the committee. He was not the chair at that point. And he he spoke very transparently about everything the committee does and looks at, and um, and it's uh, you know it's not an exact science. Um, it's a group of people that do the best they can, but um, you know I, I, I think um, for the most part they seem to have done a, they seem to have done a great job. And again, I, knowing Tom personally, um, you know I, I know I know it was very very professionally done, and um, not for lack of uh, effort and, and detail and, um, and and energy spent. So. Um, I appreciate yeah. you bringing that up because Tom, Tom's a great guy. He's retiring, and um, he certainly deserves a shout out. And then, speaking of shout outs in Baylor family, how about uh, how about the, how about the Mean Green last night in the NIT? Grant McCaffrey wow. coming back seven, seven down seven points with less than fifty seconds left. They force overtime, 
and uh, and then win the game in overtime. Um, first enter, first NIT game I think they hosted. I know they were disappointed that they, didn't, they uh, lost in the conference tournament, didn't get in. But um, man, uh, what a great job Baylor family member and yeah. alum Grant McCaslin is doing up there. I would tell you about J.J. Murray, but over the years you've accused me of maybe telling you that story too many times. So, uh, but he was—he does start now on that UNT team, number eleven uh, in your programs, number one in our hearts. J.J. Murray for that UNT team, kid I've known since he was three years old. But uh, that was an amazing comeback, and it looked like they were down and out, and they found a way, and now they will advance. And by the way, I've lined up Grant to be the speaker at. Uh, the Fiji Alumni Dinner coming up. The uh, Fijis will be getting together to have their annual pig dinner uh, at the end of April. And uh, Kevin Grant McCaslin, my old fraternity brother, will be the keynote speaker. So uh, I think. Uh, well, then I, think, I, I definitely yeah. hope they win. I definitely hope they win. They win the NIT so he can charge you more. <laughs> no, we've already locked him in. We've made a we've made a sizable donation. To wherever his uh, his favorite charity. You were bringing up the Southland Conference, uh, uh, and I, I just had to, it made me think about something. Years ago, uh, one of my buddies at the Morning News said, "Let's go eat with the Southland Commissioner." And um, I, I said, "Oh, okay, cool." We, we went out there, and we really hit it off. This guy had glasses, unassuming as all get out. Just a just a good guy, and we we were like, "Yeah, let's play golf. Let's keep in touch." Uh, we just had a great time, and. Of course, that ended up uh, that that person was Greg Sankey, now the commissioner Sankey, of the SEC. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's funny to kind of watch those things over the years. Um, okay, let's. What do you think about the bracket? By the way, we were just talking about uh, the the great job they do, but let's talk about it from a uh, from what we think for Baylor. I, I'm going to go ahead and get us pack, past Norfolk State. I know Scott would want us not to look past that, but we're going to for purposes of talk radio. Um, that eight nine matchup is fascinating. You got Shaka, who Baylor had great success against when he was at Texas, but he certainly, you know, has a great feel for Baylor. And then you have Hubert uh, in UNC, and they've been playing better, and they ruined Coach K's go, uh, going away party uh, in Durham. I, I, part of me says I'd rather play Marquette, but I think a lot of that has to do with just the name UNC, in in, in the fact that it's such a, a blue blood. Uh, team, uh, any preference in your mind when you think about who you'd rather see Baylor play in that second round of the tournament? Yeah, I think both of those are are very good teams and and programs in in different stages. But um, look, uh, and and not even looking past Norfolk, like the reality is is you got to be good teams to advance in this tournament. And so, um, you know, you could even go further down our bracket and talk about, you know, um, St. Mary's has beaten Gonzaga and Indiana's super battle tested, haven't been through the, the big 10. So um, UCLA and then Akron's won eight in a row. So they like, it's a, uh, it's a really, really competitive um, part of the bracket, but, but you, if you take a 30,000 foot view on all of it, that they're all competitive parts of the bracket. So we're, um, the, th- the thing I like about this team is, um, and, and, and I think it's really important to, to kind of just to pause and, and, and really appreciate, uh, we're a one seed having lost four starters off a national title team, then having lost our leading scorer during the year in, in, in LJ, and having lost our leading rebounder in, in John. Um, and, and everyone forgets we lost Langston Love before the season, who, who uh, would have been a freshman, you know, a rotation player from the bench whose, whose depth we could really use in the backcourt right now. 
Um, so to withstand all that and to be there at a one seed, um, every time this team has been pressed, they've responded. Um, sure, we've had, we've had some losses we'd like to have back, but this team has shown a lot of character and a lot of grit. And so, um, you know, I think, I think the attitude is and, and needs to be, it, it, it doesn't matter who's on the other side of that bracket. Um, if, if this team can dig in and fight the way they've shown they can do, at, at a lot of junctures during the season, we're going to be just fine. All right, talking to uh, Kevin Gall, uh, Baylor executive, the uh, director of strategy for uh, uh, Baylor Athletics. And um, uh, by the way, Kevin, if you are looking for something to do before tomorrow's game, we'll be at the pregame tailgate, uh, Office of Baylor Alumni, Fort Worth Museum of Science and History. It's a beautiful museum, the Oak Room, 1600 how do you say that? Gendy Street, G G E N D Y, um, just a few blocks from Dickey's Arena. All right, and there'll be uh, steak fajitas, all sorts of stuff, and and generally the president and the first gent come by. So Kevin, I know you you uh, you think a lot of them. Uh, I would just uh, I would love to kind of give you a formal invitation. Uh, I think that's Doug Burks would be okay no, I, if I, I did that. that. That's a great plug, and and then I can. I can scratch, hang out at a museum with Mosley off my life bingo card. <laughs> That's good. I know you've always wanted to do that. One last thing. Nikki Collin, you were on the search committee. I noticed you said something on Twitter. You, there was a neat picture of her after one of those wins the other day against OU, and, um, and, and you were saying something along the lines of you're really glad she chose Baylor, obviously, who she was following. We all know the reasons. There were, that was an interesting search, I'm sure, to be a part of. Um, is Nikki everything she, would, she thought you and Mac thought, you know, thought she would be? Anything has surprised you about Nikki? Um, or is it like exactly... Uh, the the best you could have hoped it would have gone uh, because again she stepped into um, I I would say one of the most interesting let's just let's just call it interesting uh, jobs in in all of women's basketball. No, there, there's there's no question. First of all, um, going back to the search, um, I just appreciate how um, thorough and detailed Mac was in leading the search process um, because you use the word interesting it. it it was not an easy search um, because of the circumstances around it. Now it wasn't a rebuild where we were six and 24 and any of any of that, but for completely different reasons, it was extremely challenging. And so um, just, um, just a, a great reminder of how Mac leads in those challenging times and how he makes hard decisions and doesn't shy away from them about, about, um, about Nikki Collin. Here's, here's what I would say. Um, when we hired her, I thought she was really, really good. And she is so much better than I even thought. Um, and uh, from everything to on the court, off the court, um, being a team player, um, you know, culture, the staff she's hired, all that. And, you know, people, you know, because because Liss um, has been so good and, and people remember her from last year and, and, you know, our front court with Queen and all that. I mean, people forget that, you know, we, we lost you know, our three top scoring guards from last year um, and, uh, you know, over 30 points a game and, and 12 and a half assists a game. And so, and so, yeah, we would uh, listen and queen, great, great front court with, with Caitlin, um, you know, kind of in the rotation there, but we've completely remade our backcourt. And, um, and look, I mean, it, it wasn't just a coaching change. It was a style change. It was an era change. 
And so to have to have gone through that and and as as I, I feel like Nikki's multiplied time. I, I think she's she's done two or three years of work in in about ten months. And to have us where we are right now, um, I think the Baylor family needs to be extremely grateful. And uh, and I'm really hoping that on Friday and on and and then hopefully on Sunday. Uh, we show up in droves and just uh, and cheer our hearts out for those for those young ladies because uh, boy they've given a lot to Baylor. I agree. Uh, it is Kevin Gall, the uh, athletics chief strategy officer at Baylor. Kevin, uh, great to visit with you. Hope to see you in the coming days. Uh, it's just the only problem is I always see you on the floor. And they usually keep me away from the floor. Um, if I'm spotted down there, they kind of chase me back up to the rafters. So, but uh, I'll, I'll at least try to text you and say hello to you. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, give to Baylor online today. Come out, come out to Fort Worth if you can, and then and certainly come out to the Farrell Center to support the women. Um, looking forward to, to driving by a lot of Baylor green and gold on I-35 in the in the next four days. All right, there you go. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate you. Thanks, Matt. Kevin Gall uh, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas.